Hey guys, welcome to Because I Said So, the podcast where we discuss age and how it affects how we perceive ourselves, how we perceive others, and the conversations that we have because of it. Thank you for listening, and please leave a review to support the podcast. Thank you. Hello friends, well, we have made it another year, um, I know that it is so cliche to say, like, oh, this year's been so hard, but I feel like really this year has been (laughs) so much for everyone, and I know especially, um, for a lot of people I know, and for myself, this year has just been full of really tumultuous times, almost more mentally than anything, I think that right now I've just, it's easy to feel like, the world is just kicking you when you're down. Like, I mean, I feel like a lot of things in my own life have happened to me, but I think I want to end the year on a high note. And so I'm going to talk about 10 things that I've learned and 10 hopes or goals. I don't really like to call them resolutions, but you could definitely call them resolutions. And then one word for 2022. So it's kind of 21 things to close out 2021 and yeah I don't know I'm excited I feel like it's a nice way to just kind of reflect and that will mean that I believe I will have ended this year with 21 episodes of the podcast so how perfect for 2021 so the first thing that I wrote that I learned is that no door is ever fully closed and no human is ever fully gone um and I I think that I was saying that in the sense of like for one thing um, you're never fully disconnected from anyone. Like, it's not just because someone moves or because you're in a different space in your life or because there's maybe a falling out. It doesn't ever, nothing's final. Um, and so I think this year I've learned that you're able to reconnect with whoever you want to reconnect with. It doesn't matter how long it's been since you've spoken to them. And also that, like, opportunity-wise, like, nothing is ever final there. Like, just because you get a no doesn't mean it's actually a no. It could be a not yet. And so I think that that was a big learning thing. And, like, writing letters to friends this year or just texting people out of the blue that I hadn't texted in a long time. It's it's really, really nice to see those connections rebuild. And it's a really cool way to just be like, yeah, nothing's ever really fully gone. The second thing that I learned is that we create the perceived judgments of others based on our own insecurities this was from a conversation that i had with a friend named acadia and we were talking about um kind of just how like when you choose to give so much weight to somebody else's opinion of you and a lot of times it's like based not in anything that they've said but just in what you kind of perceive them saying then it's it's really harmful to you but like the specific point that really got me in that conversation was like you're the one who's coming up with their narratives um so when you are like walking say like in like a supermarket and you're like oh these people think that I look so disheveled and lazy right now and um by like the slightest like glance or something like that like you just come up with their narrative and it seems really like easy to figure out but you're the one that's creating the whole narrative and they've not said anything or done anything to you and 
even if you perceive a glance as a little bit more of like a judgmental glance, it's like you're perceiving that that way. It's a lot about perception. And also that opinion just wouldn't even matter unless you gave it the way, you know, it's like you're not going like, you know, you're the one who's going to be with you forever, which is comforting and scary at the same time. And so your opinion is weighty. And I think that you have to let it have that weight sometimes. And unfortunately, when you allow your opinion to be so judgmental of yourself, that also has a lot of weight. And it's really, really hard because you don't want to be disillusioned with yourself either. But um, you can talk to yourself with kindness. And then you, I think that you might notice that the way that you perceive others looking at you is a little bit more kind as well. Um, and then third... I said, honesty is best. If you don't know what to say, be real and be honest, which I think is really, really true. Um, of course it is. That's why I put it as a lesson that I learned. <laughs> um, I think that, like, a lot of times we spend time being like, oh, what should I tell this person? Or da la la um, Even something as simple as, like, a teacher. Like, I don't know what to tell this teacher um, about why I didn't do my assignment. I'm just like, my, I found my advice and the advice that I gave myself, too, um, now just being just be honest like if you didn't do it because you were really really tired and you were really stressed out then tell them that the worst that could happen is be like mm, that sucks it's like I and or if if there's a friend and you're like oh well I said that I would hang out with them but I really kind of don't want to now like I'm feeling really emotionally exhausted just say that like it's okay to just say the truth um and I think that it's a really really human way to like I you don't have to come begging at somebody's feet for something I think just be honest I mean like this is where I'm at like this is all that I can really say for why this happened or my explanation of it but don't, you don't have to lie you don't have to come up with this wonderful excuse sometimes it's enough to just be like this was really hard for me um for kind of goes along with that in a way I said it's never as embarrassing as it feels um that one there's not honestly not that much to say about it I think it's just true like you're your harshest critic it's kind of relating also to like the we create perceived judgments in our heads I feel like you think that everything's so much more embarrassing but nobody else is focusing as much on you or your actions as you are um five is that books and writing are medicine I this year, like, I had to find time of, like, what to do with free time, because I've had a little bit more free time in sections and spurts, um, and I'm used to really filling up my free time with, like, everything that I can do, but it's just not healthy, like, you just burn out, and the thing is, I was, like, but I feel more stressed out when I'm trying to take free time, because I just don't know what to do with it, and so I found that books a really nice way to do that because you're still kind of doing something productive I don't know I think it's a little goofy but I think that um it's really really nice because you're also absorbing someone else's thoughts it's you're communicating and you're having a little bit of like a social interaction in a way without having to like expend your social battery um I, I think it's a really really interesting way to connect and some of my favorite books that I read this year are East of Eden um what made Maddie run? As they lay dying, oh, I'm trying to look on my shelf. There, oh, Brazzaville Beach. Um, after many a summer dies, this one. Those are all really good ones, and I think that like, there's just so much 
you get to know yourself on a deeper level too through like the way that you analyze books and writing as well like you can read a book and almost use that as a prompt to write it's just it's been a really helpful thing for me so um uh the next one was find something that spoils you big or small um I think that for me this sounds so silly but for me it's been doing my nails which again sounds so small but when I fractured my hip and I couldn't run I really wanted something that would make me feel kind of like better make me feel like a little way of just like treating myself and it doesn't always have to be something expensive like I have friends that do their makeup um are like just give themselves time to like watch like a show like it can be all of these different things but it kind of goes along with like the books being medicine like that was how I navigated some free time like you can have free time and I I found that kind of doing something that's a healthy way to kind of spoil yourself was a nice like treat for me and a nice way to kind of be like I'm giving myself a little bit of a pick-me-up just to show myself that I love myself and again it doesn't have to be expensive like I do my own sometimes but it's just it's a nice thing that when I look at it, it it makes me feel pretty and it makes me feel happy so um nine is you don't understand your belief until you know oppositional reasoning this one is huge I think especially when it relates to like things like politics um you you need to hear the other side and it's scary because I think that a lot of times well one we get in our echo chambers like and we like it because that's what social media does like the algorithm just gets you in an echo chamber and so it's really really easy to just be surrounded by people who agree with you um but I think that it's really hard to understand the reasoning of like why you fully understand I mean why you fully do what you do unless you give yourself the space to have conversations with people who disagree with you like it's not going to infect you you're not it's not contagious and I think that it's okay to quote-unquote entertain the other side for a minute like you don't it doesn't mean that you automatically agree with them because you're asking questions and even if you give a concession here or there it's like and it doesn't have to be so polarized all the time and I'm not talking about just politics I'm just talking about beliefs and everything it's like whether that's faith or that's believing that the sky is like it's like you know like just get, like have conversations don't be so afraid of I feel like we are honestly afraid that we'll agree. <laughs> I don't think that it has to be that way. Um, I think it's just a way to enrich understanding and also humanize another side. Because I think especially, I mean, when you are talking about politics, we've lost the humanization of the other side. And at this point, we just view them as a different color or, or like a made up thing that's in our brains that we don't really interact with. So I think that it's really hard. Um, 10, the last thing that I learned is talking about heavy things diffuses them like it reminds me of science you learn about diffusion that's kind of like the natural way of molecules and just things in science is things move from high to low so when you're so everything's so concentrated in you it wants to move out it wants to move to low it wants to diffuse out and so I think that I found for me that when I'm really really weighed down by this something that's really concentrated inside of me like it is that's when it takes over that is when I feel most hopeless and most helpless because it can't get out like it's trapped and then when I do let it out it's just it's such a lighter burden literally for you to carry because you're sharing it with someone else and I think that that's been huge for me and it wasn't something that I really fully I something that I think I knew but I didn't really fully 
act on until later this year and it's been a really enriching thing for me um so 10 hopes and goals the first is to take control of the first thought and this is for me and others um when i say take control of the first thought i mean you normally like your initial thought um and it's like your initial judgment of yourself or others is an A. They say that that's really, really hard to change. And so when I say take control of the first thought, I mean don't let it get past the first thought. So if I hear my first thought of somebody or myself being judgmental, being something based in stereotype, being anything like that, I want to take control of it there and be like, I'm not judging myself or I'm not judging this person. I want to like let that go and I want to stop it at that first thought and not let it go any farther. The second is to be consistently me around everyone. I've always been someone who is very concerned with what other people think of me. And one thing that I've always found hard is I feel like I don't become a different person around everyone. That's definitely not true. But that there are parts of me that I am not like that I hide more around some people or accentuate more around others. Or I just I feel like I kind of mold myself a little bit around people because I want them to like me and so I I'm like this is what I think that they would like about me and so I put that more forward and I want to be consistently just me around everyone because I feel like if you're consistently you're on everyone then there's not as honestly there's honestly not as much to worry about in a weird way like you'd think that then there would be more because you'd be like oh this is all of me all the time like definitely more people are not going to like me now but I think if it's if you're just you all of the time, then you don't have to worry so much about manipulating those different parts of yourself and what's going to make the most sense because you're not you're just not as worried about that. And then you find what's really enriching to you. You're not always having to be the interviewer and the interviewee. You can be the interviewer. Do I like this person? Does this person make me feel calm? And yeah, I think that it's it's really hard especially when it's ingrained, and I think it is in a lot of us, especially because of things like social media, not to be cliched there, but that's true, but I think that it's a really enriching thing. Third is to have faith first, whether you are religious or not, I think that you can have faith in something, have hope, Um, and so for me, when I say have faith first, I am such an anxious person, a lot of times my brain first goes to the worst that could happen. Um, and so this is just kind of reminding me, like, have faith first um, and kind of trust that things will be okay first before I start coming up with everything that could possibly go wrong. The fourth is to be a kid. Um, there's so much that I could say about this, but I think um, I, and I know a lot of people have struggled with letting themselves go, and that kind of related to, like, what I was talking about with free time earlier, I feel like I haven't let myself be a kid, I'm really hard on myself about, like, late nights, or, like, even going to parties sometimes with friends, um, and so I just want to allow myself to do more of that, you only get to live each day and each year of your life once, and I think I just want to allow myself to kind of enjoy this last year of high school before I go off to college, and kind of just, yeah, let myself be a kid. Fifth is call someone for one hour twice a week. I am someone who considers himself probably an ambivert. I mean, I need to recharge by myself, but I still still need to be with friends and I need social connection. And so I think that calling someone for one hour twice a week is also a really good way for me to stay connected with people. Um, I mean, it's like I said first with the first thing I've learned that no 
person is ever fully gone from you. I've like reconnected with a lot of friends this year and I want to keep that going. And so this is both a way for me to make sure that I'm giving myself some free time and some social time, but also to try to encourage myself to reconnect with more people and just keep up with those friendships. Sixth is find the beauty in the small things and kind of find what I like. I think it's really, really easy to get caught up in those big life moments that are beautiful, um, like birthdays, weddings, graduations, all of these really cool things that are objectively, like, beautiful moments, but I want to notice, I mean, like Issa said in the last podcast, like, I want to notice the gum stuck to the ground, and I want to find the beauty in that, and I also want to find what I like. It's like what I talked about with Allie when we were talking about kind of changing your hair, changing piercings, all of that. What do I like? What's my style? I want to find those small things, those niche little quirky things that I like. And I feel like that helps me discover myself more in my journey to kind of being authentically and constantly myself, um, like my first goal. Um, Let's see. Six. No, seventh. Take more pictures, especially of people. Um, I just, I mean... I think it's the photo jump trend, honestly, (laughs) that's been all over Instagram. I want to take more pictures of people, and I think, and also just of things of nature, I want to, it's, it's also, like, kind of, like, the what do I like, like, what is my inclination, it's like, oh, I really want to take a picture of this, I really want to remember this moment, because I think that that is, it's such a cool way to remember things, is to have, like, little pictures of them, especially, like, little candid off-guard pictures of your friends, I think it's so sweet, and it doesn't have to just be with your phone, it can be, like, with film camera, it can be with all of these, um, little camcorders, I think that those are all so precious, and I, like, love seeing people's little videos, the gurney videos that feel very 2000s, I think that I just want to take more pictures and take more videos and record more moments, um, because I think that that's just such a cool way to remember things, and it always makes me smile when I see pictures that I've taken, and H is give openly without expectation of receipt. I think that this is a big one and it's important to me because it feels like that's what kindness and generosity really is. You know, if you are constantly expecting something and it's also, I don't mean that just with material things. I mean that also with love and kindness and friendship and patience and forgiveness. Like I can't expect everybody to, it's not, it's not a pride thing. Like I don't want to be like, I can't expect everybody to be as kind as I am because I don't mean it like that. But I mean, like, I can't expect everybody to show me patience all of the time because I definitely don't do that all of the time. Um, And while it is great to, like, you know, golden rule, like, treat others the way you want to be treated, I think that you can also treat others the way you want to be treated without expecting them to treat you how you're treating them. Um, Because, I mean, that is, like, everybody's in a different area. There are definitely times where I don't treat people the way that I want to be treated because of... I'm just so overwhelmed with other things going on in my life that I'm really not in a good place. And I think that if you, if your love is contingent on somebody else's love for you, then I think that that's a really, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to give somebody love who maybe isn't giving you love, but I think it's a really, really rewarding thing. And I think that it helps you be at peace with yourself because I think that when I found that I'm most upset and I'm most vengeful, um, is when I am treating someone the way that they are treating me and it's not maybe the best way. And so I think that when you're able to love someone who's maybe not treating you the best, I think that that shows a lot of peace and I think it allows you to have peace in your heart. 
Um, nine, I want to keep mindless tech use to one hour a day. And I said, if three plus days, delete social media. We'll see about this one. I think that it's just the quarantine. It's that hopefully it's just the quarantine. Um, my screen time has been very high. I don't, I think mindless scrolling is just not good for you. I mean, it's this, it's all of the cliches about social media that are very true of, it's just not healthy to be staring at these pseudo, like, realities of other people's lives that are just clearly very not um they're like real lives and I think that that's just not healthy and so I want to do that less and also because I cannot imagine how much time I'm wasting I could be spending doing other things um that are more enriching even as free time um goes like it doesn't have to be something that's productive but there's so many other things I can be doing that are enriching to me like learning a new hobby learning how to knit learning how to paint all of these different things that just could be so much better um as a free time as this use of my free time 10 kind of goes with the give openly without expectation of receipt is don't stay angry for more than three days at a person or a thing like that could be an idea um they could be an event I it's not that I don't want because there's so many different injustices in the world that it's like I want to be passionate about them but by that I just mean don't let something drain me I guess um you can because passion is great and especially when you focus it on a specific thing I think that that's when you see the most growth it's kind of like what Lisa and I talked about but I think that it's also really easy to let something completely weigh you down and again something making you angry or weighing you down isn't always the worst thing but I think that when it's draining you to the point where you can't be productive out of it then that's a really hard situation and also like with when it comes to people like I just don't want to hold these grudges and I don't want something to weigh me down like that either um I want to be light on my feet this year both with running and with life and then my one word for 2022 is patience I think the that quarantine even in the midst of quarantine I've been trying to move 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 and I've wanted results results so quickly and I just want to move into this next year with no expectation just arms open wide and having patience and grace for the moment um everything is going to come as it needs to come and that is really really hard for me to say because I'm someone who will count down minutes hours till the event that I'm waiting for and just be in agony over having to wait but I think that that's a really important lesson that I've probably had to learn this year is just patience 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 over and over again to the point that at this point I'm like okay guys this is a little bit you we you've beat it you've beat it into me like I get it patience um but I think that it's it's a really cool thing and that's something that I wanted to carry with myself into next year and hopefully get a little bit better at learning and fully embracing is patience um and I hope that you guys have a lovely 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 new year's and beginning of 2022 and I will see you in the new year